Hey friends, welcome to the Confetti Moments Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hinshaw. I believe that picture books open the magic for all readers. Today, open your heart and let all the book feels in. It's going to be so much fun. Let's open the magic. Welcome to another episode of Confetti Moments. I'm so glad you're here. On today's episode, I get a chance to sit down with the one and only Pete Oswald. We are going to talk all about his new book, The Smart Cookie, and all things illustrator life. You are in for a bookful treat. Without further ado, welcome, Pete. Hello, Courtney. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I told my students today that we were interviewing and they were like, can we come? So we'll know, but you can listen to it soon because oh, they have many questions for you. That's awesome. Thank you for the support in the classrooms. That's, you're that's amazing. So, you're so welcome. So why don't you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and how you started as an illustrator? Sure. So um, my name is Pete Oswald uh, and I uh, have been drawing ever since I can remember. Uh, my, my mom is an artist. I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, and yeah, I, she would teach art lessons from our basement. And so I would just be the kid in the back uh, drawing all the time and painting. And, and it was just something that uh, came naturally to me. And I had a lot of support um, throughout the years. Um, and then when it, uh, when it became time to kind of figure out what to do for, uh, for college, I I started applying and, and kind of figuring out like, oh, uh, I, I didn't really know you could, you could, you know, <laughs> draw and be an artist uh, for a living. And, and I was really into animation. Uh, and so I, I uh, got accepted into Loyola Marymount University uh, here in Los Angeles. And uh, I studied uh, animation and illustration there. Um, and then, you know, I, I got into uh, a lot of movies and TV design for, for animation. And, uh, and then the picture book uh, illustration job kind of just came to me naturally. I had a, I had a, a, a blog of illustrations up and, and uh, I was lucky enough to, to get spotted by, by my, my, my friend and my agent. Uh, and uh, I've been you know, making picture books um, for the past uh, just about 10 years now. So uh, it's still it's still pretty fairly new compared to the animation, but there's a lot of crossover which I love, and I just I, you know I love I love drawing and I love creating, so I'm, I'm super super grateful and uh, you know excited to do what I do every day. That's so awesome. What was your first book you illustrated? The first book I illustrated was Mingo the Flamingo, which was uh, uh, co-created with my friend Justin Thompson. Uh, about a, a pink fl- uh, flamingo who crash lands in Siberia and bumps his head and doesn't doesn't know what kind of animal he is, or she, he is. So um, that was a lot of fun, and that was kind of the, the first intro to to picture book making. Oh, that's so cool! I love it. So why do you think picture books are important for all ages to read, especially from an illustrator's point of view? I, I mean, picture books for for any age, but especially for kids. I, I love the, the, the creativity that, that it challenges um, uh, any young reader to, to create. And, and also picture books itself for somebody like, like me who I wasn't a, a big reader when I, was, when I was young, when I was growing up. And so I really relied on the images, the illustrations to kind of tell the story and to you know, kind of figure out uh, my emotions and, and, and that. So um, 
picture books was this was this way into introducing introducing literature to myself and it and it's because of picture books that I fell in love with reading but early on in 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 my life you know um as a you know a first second third and fourth I, I wasn't a big a big reader and I, I I love the fact that picture books combine the two right it's the best uh, the best picture books have 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 great writing and great illustration and and really challenge the reader to um, connect the dots and 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 think of uh, you know great imaginary uh, places or or things to be. I love that. Now I know you have you have three boys, right? Correct. Yes. So are they big read? I mean, I know they're not. Some of them can't read yet, but like, do they sure. like books? Or they, they do. Uh, you know, and everyone's different. The the older one loves to read, and 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 the middle one is you know in between and the, in the youngest one is he's only two. So he, he can't, he can't read yet, but um, you know, that having, having kids and making picture books is, is amazing because I have a immediate um, feedback an immediate, like mini focus group as I'm, as I'm creating these, these books and, and my sons will come into my office and, and kind of see what I'm working on. And what do you think about this? And, you know, um, they're brutally honest, which is great. You know, they, <laughs> they don't hold back. Um, so uh, I usually tend to, to kind of uh, get a good feel if something's working or if something's not working. It's, it's, you know, they're, 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 they're creative in, in itself and they're good, you know, it's great to bounce ideas off of. I love that. You're so right about kids being brutally honest because one of my questions that my kids were like, can you please ask Pete, like, why did he pick a sugar cookie? Because I just really need to know. <laughs> I was thinking more of a chocolate chip cookie. So why did he pick a sugar That's cookie? That's a great question. Uh, you know, we, um, we went through a ton of cookies and, and I did drawings of chocolate chip cookies of, uh, you know, gingerbread, uh, you know, all different types of, uh, of cookies. Um, and then, you know, we, Jory John, who's the, uh, the writer and, and a good, a good creative pal of mine. Um, we kind of went back and forth and, and he started, you know, we started kind of elaborating on the story and, and he was like, I, 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 I think, you know, she should be a sugar cookie. So I is it a she? They yeah. wanted to know if it was a he or a she because they couldn't it is, figure it out. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, smart cookie is a female. Um, and we, there was something I said, the sugar cookies great because, um, you know, she can have all these great, amazing colors, this rainbow of co- burst of colors because she is this, this uh, creative cookie, you know, uh, so to speak. And so, um, you know, we, we decided to give her this yellow frosting and, and who doesn't love a sugar cookie, right? You know, I, uh, I still love a good sugar cookie, you know, hands up here. So, um, you know, I, I, I think the, the sugar cookie was, was the definite right choice. And, you know, it took, it takes a lot of iterations to kind of get there. But um, I think once we figure out the story and, and what type of um, character she is that it fit her perfectly no totally I I love her and I'm actually team not sugar cookie but that's okay because she's right. adorable she is adorable but and I know we're going to talk a little bit later more about the book so I kind of segued but I was really sure. excited to ask you those questions but another question I'm very fascinated to know because I've seen and heard so many different illustrators and how they illustrate their books so what medium do you use to illustrate your books um, I use a mixture of, of traditional media and uh, digital media. When I first 
am coming up with the sketches. I like to work traditionally just with a pencil and do really, really rough scribbles. Um, it's almost, nobody else can almost really tell what, what the images are and what, what it is, but I, there's something about um, making a picture book that is tactile, that we can hold and that we can read and that I want to first create something that, that I can hold, you know, like, you know, a pencil and, and, and a piece of paper that feels, um, that is very, very tactile. And so I'll do my really rough sketches uh, and then I'll scan them into the computer and, and start to edit things. I'll, I'll start to clean up, um, you know, the drawings. And then once I start applying the final uh, look, which is, you know, usually a painter, painterly feel, Sometimes, uh, a lot of times, like for the, the food group series, I wanted this watercolor uh, uh, texture to it. So I, I scanned in a lot of like watercolor textures and made brushes out of that in Photoshop. And then I end up doing the final, the final artwork digitally, but it still has an organic feel to it. Cause I think the, the computer can be so cold sometimes. So I wanna bring that, that warmth into the, the traditional medium uh, with my illustrations. I love it. Like my mind's so blown because I have no clue how you do any of this because I can barely draw a straight line with a ruler. But there's <laughs> something about your illustrations that just feel like homey. And it's pretty cool to think whenever I look out at an array of picture books, like I know which ones are yours before I even see your name. And that's like oh, a wow. testament to like yeah. how artistic and how amazing you are. So I'd love to know what is your favorite thing about being on the creative side of book production? Wow. Um by the way, thanks for saying that. That, that means a lot with uh, what you just said. And uh, I, I think the, the best part about being a, you know, creative, making books is for me is telling stories. You know, I, I, I love to tell stories and I love to connect to, to readers, to kids, to adults um, through these stories. And, and I, you know, tend to draw the, the pictures and, and I think, combining that with a great writer such as Jory John in this, in this food group series. I'm so, so lucky to, to collaborate with him um, that, you know, I, I get to express myself in these. A lot of times um, these stories are, are rooted in something that, that I have, have gone through myself, you know, and so I, you know, I, I try to have that um, relatability, that human quality to that so that anybody can can pick up a book and say you know I, I know what that that character was feeling and I can relate to that um, so I think yeah having that that human quality uh, and creating um, a new character a new world is is really thrilling for me yes when I read the biography or not the biography the description of the sugar cookie I was like this is my book and I could not wait to get it and when I I promised kids like certain books I won't read until we read them together. So we read this together when I got it a couple weeks ago from Harper, but I was just like, oh my gosh, this is me. And so many of my kids were like, Miss Hinshaw, this is so you, this is like your <laughs> book. So that was really, really That's cool. That's awesome. Yes. Oh gosh. You're, I just love all your books. I can't wait to ask you about what's coming next later, but I love Jory John too. And so I would love to know like, what is your collaboration like? Do you know each other in real life? Tell us yeah, all the tools. We're, uh, Jory and I uh, were, um, I were put together with the Bad Seed through HarperCollins. Um, our editor connected us and we immediately hit it off. It was one of those things where, um, you know, I, I we, we chatted on the phone 
uh, immediately. And, and you have that, um, that, that kind of symbiotic uh, response to somebody that, that you, oh, you're like, I, I know this person, I've met this person before, but you know, we had never met and, and we just immediately connected. He lives up in Portland, Oregon, and we've only met in person once. We, uh, like right before the pandemic, we went to New York and, and, and did a couple um, books, book events there and got to meet in person. But um, before then, we, you know, it was probably three or four years of, of working together uh, and, and, not, and not actually meeting each other uh, physically. Um, but he, he is hilarious and the way he writes is so heartfelt and he brings the comedy you know, the humor and the heart are, are the two main things uh, that, that Jory John is just, you know, he's spectacular at. And uh, it really is the root of this food group series, you know, especially this, the smart cookie. Um, so, you know, very grateful to, to, to be his collaborator. Yeah, I, you know, right when you said the heart and the humor, I feel like that's why you two are such a duo because I see like your illustrations have so much heart. And so I think that's why you work so well together. So I'm hoping this series is not done. Can you tell that I'm really wanting to know more? You know, so yes. <laughs> okay, it, so um, what was your inspiration for the smart cookie? I mean, I'm sure Jory had his own inspiration, but how did you know like what colors to use, what desserts to pick? And then how did you know you wanted her to be her? And then we kind of already talked about the sugar cookie, but how did you know you wanted it to be a girl? Sure. Um, so when we, you know, we're coming up with the story, Jory, Jory and I, you know, we'll bounce ideas off of each other. And um, I, one of my favorite cities is Paris, France. And, and I thought, you know, that would be so cool. You know, some, they have some of the most amazing bakeries and, and you know, from the macaroons to the croissants and the um, baguettes and everything. So I, um, I really wanted the book, uh, to have like this Paris vibe to it. Um, even though we're not saying it's, it's Paris in the book, it just happens to be a, a city that, that kind of looks and feels like it. Um, but if you look at the bakery, the bakery itself is very French inspired and it has, you know, like a lot of the mint colors and uh, uh, just even some of the architecture in the book. I was looking at um, some, some kind of French architecture, uh, but I, I just thought that that would be a great setting for the book itself. And then um, once we figured out that uh, the cookie was gonna be a sugar cookie, then we could kind of cast all the other um, members of the story. You know, the, there's, there's chocolate chip cookies and there's um, other, other baguettes and, and sweet rolls and um, you know, all, all sorts of uh, an array of, of characters. I love that the teacher is Miss Biscotti and I love how she has her cute little pink glasses. That's right. So fun fact, my parents actually met in Paris, France on the Eiffel Tower and next June we'll have been married 50 years. That's incredible. I mean, that's like, that's a Hollywood, Hollywood story right there. It is. And they literally had only known each other for six months before they got married. Wow. I know it's, it's Hollywood. On, yeah. On the, on the Eiffel tower. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't, you, you, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a Hollywood script. That's really cool. I love that. So have you been back? We you did. I went, yeah. um, we went when I was in fourth grade and I loved it, but you know, when you're in fourth grade, you don't really like sure. love it. Cause you're just like, I don't want to be here. I want to be at home. <laughs> um, but I am very thankful for the experiences my parents gave me as a child 
and that was one of them. So that's really cool. Have that is been? a fun fact. I yes, um, uh, a couple times, and and we love it. We're I uh, can't wait to take the the kids one day. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this is such me nerding out right now, but we kind of match because I have on. I think your shirt's black. I can't really tell, but yeah. like I have like a, totally a flannel polo on right now because it was twin day at work. I know, um, right? Like, yeah, we got to got to go with the fall uh, attire, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You know what's really up. Good. Your wife, your wife of... must teach you well. She does. She she has she she really does. She has great style and helps me out. I love I, it. I, I love need it. help. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What is your favorite scene from the smart cookie? I think my favorite scene is probably the intro when she's walking across the street. Um, that spread probably uh, took me the longest to, to figure out. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, um, but I just love uh, the city and the setting of that and, and, and the bakery that really solidified a lot of um, design ideas for me going forward in that. Um, so I think once I once I locked that down, I could figure out a lot of other images in the book. Um, but I love that she's just so happy and so optimistic, and she's like, "Come on in, come check out where I live," uh, you know. And um, it, I just thought that you know it'd be a really fun intro to to meeting this character. It's my favorite, and I know obviously this is a podcast so people can't see, but I'm showing Pete's book, but my favorite is definitely the teacher page. I just yes. love it. I love how you highlight teachers, and I don't know if you meant to do this, but like I interpret it like teachers are really powerful people, and so I feel like it was a shout out to teachers. Who For knows? Sure. I didn't be my own. No, <laughs> no, that is, that is definitely uh, on purpose, and you know, yourself, along with all the uh, many other teachers, uh, have been very supportive of, of this entire story of this entire uh, series and they've brought it into their classrooms and they've mixed it in with their curriculum. And, you know, we're just, I think that is the ultimate um, compliment of, uh, uh, of a storybook that's being read by teachers, um, you know, across schools and, and librarians. I, to me, that is uh, hands down the best, the best thing to hear. That's so awesome. I know this year I have your whole book um, display up. And so I got little, um, you know, like where you put pictures and then like they stand up. So all your books are along this wall. And then I just got, so I might not let kids touch my own books, but then I'll buy one that I don't get from a publisher to let You're them awesome. touch. And so I'm like raffling it off every day this week so kids can read it. And so yours hasn't, it's going to be put up on Friday. They're so excited. So what I have to know next, and they, they said, please ask this question. Sure. What is next in the food line? If you can tell, and then if you can't tell, we have suggestions. I would love to tell, but I can't. Um, and but but I would love happens. to hear your suggestions because there's, we, you know, we, we, there's, there's a lot of food ideas out there and I know the kids in your class are super creative. Yes. So they were talking about broccoli. They think broccoli would be a really fun. I like that. But um, a rib steak would be for like courage. I don't know where like that was. We were going. That's with that. hilarious. But like they were seriously like making a chart that like, okay, so we have a cookie, we have a potato, yeah. we have a bean, we have an egg, we have a seed. Okay. So we need a protein. We need a yeah, vegetable. A veggie, I mean, yeah. They were oh my like gosh, that is brilliant. I mean, I'm writing notes right now. Okay. I mean, uh, I love that. I think that is, you know, a broccoli and, and a steak is, is fantastic. 
we haven't seen those characters I know I was even thinking like in my head right now I thought like oh lemonade would be great about how life can be sour but you can be yeah Brilliant. I mean don't you just want to hire I love that right yeah, I do yes I do I think that's spectacular my gosh <laughs> I love um, it I love it that's I love it and and that's you know what that's been really great about these these series is this exactly because it immediately gets people thinking especially kids in the classroom of like oh what about this food and this you know because we we all eat food we all eat different types of food and and different foods mean different you know um have have different personalities uh so it's i i love that i think there's just there's a lot of a lot of ideas that can come up come from it I love your thought right now that you just said foods have different personalities because it's so true because I think of like a sugar cookie would be really sweet but yeah. like beef jerky that's beef jerky is not yeah it's pretty sweet. pretty tough yeah yeah. yeah yeah I love it I love it yeah. um do you know if teachers because I've had teachers ask me because they see my puppets that I've just mm -hmm. played can teachers buy those anywhere or they, is that just I, more of a uh, I've, I've been asked that quite that same question <clears throat> quite a bit and with there, it's a, uh, unfortunately it's not for, they're not for sale yet. They will be. It was a promotional um, bit that HarperCollins did. Everybody loved it so much. Like we have to make these. So I think that right now they're, they're getting made so that they can be sold retail. But um, yeah, I love those hand puppets. So I have them sitting on my desk right next to me. And I, you know, we're always playing with, uh, you know, with my kids and stuff there. It's, it's fantastic. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So like, teachers or parents, if you're listening, they will be for sale, just not yet. Exactly. Oh, so fun. What advice can you give to inspiring authors or illustrators and especially kids? Because like right now we're writing our narrative stories and I always bring authors and illustrators in and say, they did not write these books. They did not illustrate these books overnight. So what advice can you give? That is, that is really, really great advice. I, it is a process. And I think um, coming up with whether you're writing or illustrating a, a book, um, it's great to, to know what else is out there. So um, read a ton, draw a ton. You know, I always have a sketchbook with me. Even when I go to the restaurant, you know, like I'll take it out, I'll do a little sketch or something happened to me during the day and I'll write it down. Um, I really, I, I think that uh, stories come from our life experiences and uh, go out and experience the world, go out and, and meet friends, go places, travel, um, try things that, that, that you are um, uncomfortable with, because when you, when, you, when you do that, a whole other side of you is, is opened up. And that's really the root of storytelling is, is connecting with that human idea and that human um, reaction. Uh, so uh, read, draw, and and go out and, and live life. Oh, that's such a, that, that's a great quote. You should coin that. Is there anything that you would like to share with my listeners that I did not ask? Um, I, I mean, you, you asked uh, amazing questions. And I think the only thing that, that I uh, would like to say is uh, thank you to you. I know you, you've done so much in supporting our, our books and, and um, reading them to your class and introducing your students uh, and, and teaching, teaching in, in, in general. Like I said, my mother is a teacher and I, I, I just, I think that teachers don't get enough credit and thank you for, for, for teaching our young. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Well, I, you're, 
your ability and your creativity is bar none, like so up there in my favorite. So it's just such an honor to get to talk to you and share with the world such an amazing book or books that you have illustrated. So I have two last questions. They're quick questions. So I have to know, what is your favorite book that gave you a confetti moment? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I think one of the most memorable books uh, that I, that, you know, from my childhood is Where the Wild Things Are by Marie Sendak. Um, I just, I, I, I remember distinctly flipping through that book and going through that journey with Max and, and, you know, when he comes back, when he comes back, his, his, his dinner's waiting for him. And then I, it always just blew my mind. Like, Oh, that was in his imagination or was it really in his imagination? You know, that type of thing that where, where his um, bedroom, you know, becomes trees. And, and I just, that the whole design of the monsters and uh, on, on the Island and everything um, really transported me. And uh, I think it opened me up to, um, storytelling and being creative. And I, and I, and I love that aspect of that book. I love that. I love that. What picture book can you not wait to come out in 2021? And since we're pretty much almost in 2022, what do you got? Um, I'm really excited about Lane Smith's A Gift for Nana. Uh, and he, he wrote and illustrated it. Um, it's about a little bunny, uh, but I'm a huge Lane Smith fan. And I can't wait for, for, for this book for us to, to read it in my family. I love it. Well, Pete, it has been such a pleasure to have you. Where can my Confetti Moments listeners find you? Uh, you can check me out at PeteOswald.com. All right. Awesome, Pete. Well, have a great rest of your night. And thank you so much for coming on Confetti Moments. Thank you, Courtney. Have a great night. so much for tuning into the confetti moments podcast i hope each story or tip you heard today brings the love of reading into your heart take this confetti and sprinkle it all over the children in your classroom or home see you back here next monday to open the magic friends i love a good graphic tea don't you did you know that I just launched my new magic wear? Yes, that's right. I have new designs, colors, clothing, cups, and hats. You can celebrate the love of reading by rocking an open the magic hat to the beach, a picture books are my jam shirt to the gym, and sip your chai tea latte on Fridays like me in a all new all the confetti moments logo mug. Order today by visiting my shop at bit.ly backslash magicware store. Again, that's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash M-A-G-I-C-W-E-A-R-S-T-O-R-E. All right, let's open the magic together and spread the love of reading all around the world. Hey, teachers. How are you? I am just so thankful that you have been listening to the Confetti Moments podcast. It is something that I love to do. I love to share my love of picture books and books and the love of teachers with all of you. And you know what I would love as well is, hey, why don't you share this podcast with another friend to spread the magic with them 
and leave a comment. Let teachers know, what do you love about this podcast? What do you want me to share more of? I would love to hear from you. All you have to do is go on to wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave a review. Thanks so much, and as always, open the magic.